Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadiyu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of March 13th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Yay, we're all here. Woohoo! Yes, I'm so happy to be here. You guys have no idea what nightmare I went through last Friday. Thank God. Yay! How's everybody's week been? I'm super, super happy. I, dire times, I'm not trying to downplay se- severities and all this stuff, but how's everybody doing? I have three cases of corona. Well, <laughs> you shall enjoy your time nicely, my good sir. It's on the cheap. Seven dollars. <laughs> hey, that is good. A case? Hell Three yeah. cases. Wow. Seven bucks a case. That's cheap. Too bad I don't like Corona. Well. But yeah, what have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Gray. Okay, so because I've been away from a while and it's been a lot, which actually hasn't been that much, I, I went and wrote down all the stuff, so I'm not trying to remember everything. So one thing that I've been listening to is Masaki Suda's latest album. I was able to check that out this past weekend and... It's really, really good. I I've thoroughly liked it. I finally got a chance to listen to the LOL Live album, which I don't know why it says live on there because none of those songs I hear a crowd on. So It's probably the live edition of it. So whoever had it bought the live edition because there were two editions that came out. Or three, technically. Well, it was put on uh, Apple Music. And it, sa- it says live playlist from 2016. So I, I don't know. Like, I was expecting it to be like a live album where like you hear like the crowd and all that stuff, but it all just sounds like their studio work. So I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I did finally get a chance to listen to that, and that one that was pretty good. Uh, I've also uh, been listening to a little bit of Common Rider Girls because uh, they had the one song from Common Rider Forze. That oh really, man, really you're liked. you're in for a bumpy ride for that drum. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the uh site is the name of the song and i've also been listening to a little bit of koji kikakawa who does shotaro's main theme from kamen rider double and i, I was Man, really wanting to really you're just that on song. the huge double kick right now huh <laughs> yeah yeah uh, are you listening it's... to queen and elizabeth also no i'm not listening to them not no, yet, you're not least. you're not a true fan then, you faker. Well, I'm 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 known I've been a poser for most of my life, so I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know where those two are from, though, right? Uh... They are Tomomi Itano and Tomoe Kasai of the lovely group AKB48. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember those. Those. Yeah. No, I haven't been listening to them, but yeah, I did remember that they're AK because in the movie when they're finding the uh the Gaia memories, they find AKB. Yeah, I know. David's like it's it's <laughs> it's so freaking stupid. I was like face palming the entire time when I saw that movie. <laughs> oh. But I've also been listening to a little bit of Hinatazaka forty six because I finally found their newer stuff on apple music besides uh the song that shall not be named 
And Kuhn, Kuhn is fine. <laughs> what you talking about? It's the, it's oh. the latest song that I don't like. <laughs> oh, I, I, I will be honest. I totally forgot the name of the song and I couldn't remember it. <laughs> so you kotonayo, I think, is what. So no kotonayo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but re- with that, let's let's continue on to what Luna's been listening. Sorry to cut you off there. You're fine, bud. Um, I haven't really been listening to that much this week. It's been too hectic at my job. But mainly in the car, I've been listening to the lovely Edu. I absolutely love her. I'm back to her Spotlight album. Also, Flo's new track with her in it is fantastic, and I'm addicted to it. Listen to some more Crazy Boy. Still working on a special treat for everyone with that. And Miwa's single that came out in December, Teenage Dream, is an amazing song. I still love it. And the live tracks in that single are lovely. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I was listening to Momoon this week. I always love me some Momoon. Yuka has the most beautiful voice. And some A-Witch and Yayoi Daimon. She has some lovely new tracks coming out, so I've been checking out some of that. Uh, What about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? Nothing too much from The Ordinary. I have been listening to a lot of Clackracks as of late. Their temporary volume 2, again, is amazing. I've been listening to every single thing of that i've been listening to a lot of the charm park also i went back to him his the renaissance is over song is amazing and the music video is available right now so you guys should check that out i've been loving loving it ever so much he does his usual typical english tracks and those are fan freaking fantastic Besides that, I've been listening to a lot of official higedandism, so shoot me, because of this week I probably was helping their numbers. So it's my fault they're on the Oricon this week. <laughs> but besides that, let's continue on to the news. And first up is is the lovely rock band, The Boys and Girls, released the music video for their track, Kazehinaga Furetare, on their official YouTube channel. The track is set to be the lead song for the upcoming album Dai Setsuni Shitai Koto, which will release on April 29th. You can check out more information about that on the site along with the music video. It is amazing because like everything he wants to do, he wants to keep the most important moments. And he showcases that on the music video very, very beautifully. Go check it out, you guys. Alright, next up is Jin Akanishi and Ryo Nishikido form a new unit. They are both former Johnny's members and announced back in December that they formed a new unit entitled NA or N slash A, like not applicable. They dropped their first teaser trailer for this as well, entitled Men in the Arena to promote their collaboration and global record contract under Warner Music Japan. They will be kicking off their activities this May including a concert in Honolulu on May 24th. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. I'm hoping it still goes on because this is a big deal that they're forming a unit like this and kicking it off where they are because it's such an international community. I'm really hoping they do, but I will say this. We'll see. Yeah, only time will tell on that one. Whew. 
but you can check out the trailer for The Men in Arena on our website and read a little bit more about Shin Akanishi and Ryo Nishikido if you don't know who they are. Alright, next up is Banana Lemon drops special dance practice video. Those of you who don't know, they are a Japanese R&B fusion girl group and they dropped a special dance video to promote their song Joyride, hashtag sorry not sorry part 2 in, on February 13th and this actually showcases one of their newest member, Letty, on here who joined a group back in April. So this is one of their older songs. But they pretty much re-recorded it for this video and did the dance music, and Letty got her part. It is a fantastic, fun song. Brings me back to the hip-hop days of one in the 90s, and I love it. I highly recommend you guys check it out on our website. Especially if you want a great, fun dance song and check out some amazing choreography as well, you will not regret it. And continuing on up, it is the lovely six-member rock band Aida released a music video for the upcoming track I on their official YouTube channel, which dropped this past week, so go check it out. <laughs> the album, that is. It'll be their latest mini-album, and you know what's very, very interesting? It was filmed by Takayama Tada of The Pumps, USA fame. So if you guys like the videography for I... Go check it out on our site. You can also pre-order everything on our site as well. Alright, continuing on up, it is Ray Yasuda gives her fans a glimpse into her REI album. She is a pop vocalist who we have covered before on our music corner. And she gave fans a little bit of a glimpse into her newest album, REI, which will drop on March 18th and this teaser trailer that you can check out on a website gives you a glimpse into each song on there not to mention we have the full track listing covers for both editions in pre-order links on our site so check it out and continuing on up Jin Akanishi is giving his giving fans his best those of you who don't know, even though I talked about him a few minutes earlier, he is a vocalist, songwriter, producer, actor, and former cartoon member. And he unveiled that he will be dropping his greatest hits album, Our Best, on April 22nd. It will actually include 32 songs spread out between two discs. First disc will be Your Best, which will feature tracks that were chosen by his fan club. Second disc, My Best, will contain songs chosen by himself you can check out all the additions on our uh, on our site you can also check out a little bit more about the album and more in depth on each edition as it will come in five different ones track a tentative track listing is up on there as well the full one has not been revealed you can also check out his latest so latest song and music video thank you you're welcome Alright, and next up is a Indie Corner alumni, and one of my favorites of lately is A Witch is promoting her brand new album that dropped in January with a little brainwashing. Those of you who don't know, she is a Japanese female rapper, and she has dropped the latest music video for her song, Senno. 
aka Brainwashing, featuring Dogma and Chinza Dopeness. It is a hot track. Like, I love it. I will forewarn you guys, she does have a lot of profanity in her music. It does not bother myself. However, some people it might bother. But this promotes her album as she's released a lot of videos to promote this. And from what I've heard, oh my god, it's amazing. And this will be my next purchase. I highly recommend you guys checking this out. You can order the album on our site, which is entitled Kujaku. It has 20 tracks on it. And check out that video as well. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's music corner. And Gray, you have the lovely, lovely rain. So why don't you take over and tell us about your pick this week? Oh, yeah. I am been really looking forward to this now for a while. I was really bummed that I couldn't do this last week. So I'm really, really excited to bring these guys to you. So this week we're going to be talking about a five-member boy group. I know, I know. Just hold the shock and awe. I, I know. Uh, we're going to be talking about five-member boy group called Ivy, who they are a dance and vocal unit. Unit they were formed back in September of 2015. Uh, the group consists of five members: um, Hiroto, Yuta, Toshiki, Kento, uh, and then I, I. There's a period and a lowercase I, so I I I, I call him Kento I. Uh, I don't know if that's right or not, but that's what I call him. And then, and Taiyu is the last member. Um, Hirohito is the lead, leader of the group, and he's one of the rappers, but he mostly provides vocals. Uh, Kento Ai is the rapper of the group. That's all he does. So every time like you hear rapping, he is a part of it. And uh, Hiro, Hiroto only... Like provides like backup rapping, I guess is a way to put it. Uh, then you have Yuta, who is one of the vocalists, and uh, Toshiki. He is the oldest member of the group, but he's also the vocal a vocalist. And Taiyu is a vocalist, but he's also one of the like the lead dancers and one of the lead choreographers. So if you're watching a music video, he helps uh choreograph the dance moves and they have some pretty sleek dance moves and so you can thank Taiyu for that. Ivy started releasing songs in 2017. I know they were formed in 2015. Uh they've had like a couple of record label shifts. Uh they were officially formed under Victor in 2017 and that's when like you can really start finding their music is from 2017 onward. And in their small time of being around like they only have I would, I would say like 10 songs like i haven't counted them but it's not too many it's just a handful of singles uh so you can go and listen to these guys in under an hour and the, i think in what 10 songs that they've produced and they've cut you get a wide wide range uh like hyper dance songs you have a ballad that's really pretty uh, some stand, more standard pop fare, and just this. I think they show a fairly wide range of songs and capabilities that they can do, and they just have really, really good vocals. Kento I has great, great rap skills, and they shine through in every song that they do. And 
if you go to the article, the music video that I highlight, or the song that I highlight is Too Late, which has a really interesting opening. It has a very interesting sound. And it's really, really catchy. I, I've been have I've been actually singing it in my head like the whole time we've been doing the show, and I I really, really love that song. But my favorite song that they do is their song Alice. That was the first song I ever heard them done by them, which is just this great, great song with fantastic lyrics, just really well done. Like vocally, these guys are great. Has really good melody, but all around, I think these guys are fantastic. And uh, if you want to check them out, you can check them out on their official website or in their official Twitter. By all means, definitely check out the the article for the Music Corner, and they'll have the links that you can go and follow them and keep an eye on. They have an upcoming single called Wink, which we will be talking about next week, and I'm excited for that. So definitely be on the lookout for that. These guys have a bright future ahead of them. I, I can't wait till they announce their first album. Hopefully I'll have the money to get it when it comes out because I really would like to pick it up. But in um, a very short time, I've really fallen in love with these guys. I listened to, I know I listened to Too Late and Alice on basically repeat. And I have been doing that for two weeks now. And I, I've just, I've had an absolute blast getting to learn these guys and getting to know them. And uh, I'm really eager to hear what uh, Ken and Luna have to say because... I, I, w- I wasn't 100% certain how they would like these guys, so I'm really eager to hear what their thoughts were. Luna, why don't you go first? <laughs> so, I kind of thought they'd be your typical boy band and that. I will say they reminded me of an all-male version of LOL in their song Baby I'm Back. It really gave me that vibe. I actually enjoyed the song, I think, Too Late was one of my favorite songs that they did just because it showed more of their vocal skills. It had a more, you know, mellow beat to it. It was absolutely beautiful. I thought I loved it. And I will say their ballad Forever was very gorgeous. I think I like their slower songs a little bit more than their upbeat songs. I feel like their upbeat ones, they're very dancey numbers. Sounds like your typical upbeat boy idol group but more on the korean side because they also gave me a k-pop vibe very much especially the older k-pop composition wise i can see where you're coming from that and maybe that's why i'm like "Mm, i i can understand this and let me tell you this much if i hear the word wink again one more time i am going to (laughs) strangle someone you wake up i wink i sleep i wink what I did think Alice was a good song. I think Alice is probably Too Late and Alice were their two best songs that I thought were the catchiest. Alice just released at the time of our recording, so, you know, it is very interesting to see it that way. I did like, um, there was one song that I really, really did like. I really did like Goddess. Goddess was really good. So that was one of my favorite songs by them. And they have a unique style that, I I mean, they are your typical boy band. But they have something that, as of right now, kind of stands them apart. The composition that, whoever does their compositions is really, really good. And studies mm-hmm. their craft very well. So I will 
kind of give it to them for that. For me, I understand why you really, really like them, though. And I, I'm not going to hate them, but they, it wasn't just... I have to just accept that you'll like the style of music, and I know which kind of style of music you'll like. But one one of the things that I did really like is just they are a master of their craft. I would say this, what you said to your your report about Mad Kids, I would actually put that for them, where they are the master of their craft of what they're trying to partake and what they're trying to do. And that's one thing that I really did like about them. I do agree with that, too, because they had a complete control over the style they were doing, especially with their composition, and they made their songs and vocals fit with the style they were doing perfectly. And you can see that with, they have, if you go on their YouTube, they have a dance practice one, and their dance practice videos are actually fan-freaking-tastic. So I would highly recommend you guys go in there and check those out, because... That that was the thing that tipped me over and being like, okay, I can understand why you really like them, Gray, and I kind of <laughs> and I I can feel why you would under you would like them and why people will fall in love with them. I it, I understand why. Yeah, because I, I know like the first time I watched their music video for Too Late and I saw their dan- their choreography, I was like, ooh, those are some slick dance moves, and yeah, like they they have. They have a real gift with uh, the moves. I'll, I'll put it that way. And I like I, said, like, I think like these guys are just like a, the complete package. Uh, they, they're just really good. Like they have solid rapping, good vocalization, really good dancing. And um, yeah, like I said, like like I I, I discovered them and I, I just really just kind of fell in the hole with them. Like I said, I've had Alice and Too Late just on repeat like constantly because those are those are my two favorite songs. Uh, definitely like like the uh, in my mind like those are like if you must listen to two songs by this group like those are the two I would recommend but uh, I I listen to all their music and I, I I like all of it I will say like some of it's a little bit more dancey and some of it is a little bit more Korean influence like we like to party I, I totally get that but um, you know I, I do think like they find like that good balance of of you know you know, exploring their vocal range, matching matching their styles, and and definitely performing to to the to the to their best. So, like these these guys have, like I said, these guys have been a lot of fun to listen to. And I'm glad that you guys maybe had some quibbles, but overall seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, like I said, they they were fine, and I understand why a lot of people would like them, and maybe. There are a good couple songs that I really did enjoy, and I'll keep my eye on them just a little bit more than I would have when I first kind of saw what you were doing with them. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you know, thank you for that, and I look forward to revisiting them for our yes. for our music quarter roundups. Yes, should be interesting. Although they only have one release planned between now and then, so should be about the same. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. With that, let's move on to the Oricon here, and <laughs> it's this uh, this it's is a, a week. Sad this week. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really really sad, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a mildly mediocre week with a couple of standouts, but yeah, yeah. 
But first off, it is Sona Kotonayo by Hinata Zeka 46. I know I did not like it. You liked it, Gray. So there's nothing more I can say about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that's fair. This week it sold a lovely 17,789 points, and going on up once again, it's number nine at Hakujitsu's by King New. Nothing more we can say about it. Standout song, made them famous, and I can't wait to see more by them. And this week it sold a lovely 18,293 points. Sorry about that. <laughs> but continuing on up, it is Pretenders. They were gone for like a week or two, and now they're back. <laughs> 19,000. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's my fault. I, I shouldn't have listened to Pretenders. Yeah, yeah. We blame you. <laughs> you know, to, to be perfectly honest, I was listening to I Love More because I think it's a much better song. <laughs> oh, I 100% agree with you on that one. That That is a, f- oh my God, fantastic song. But yeah, this week, Pretender sold a lovely 19,324 points. Going on up to number seven, it is Gorenge by Lisa. I'll just stay quiet because otherwise things might slip out. But this week, it sold a lovely 23,681 points. And going on up to our new latest track of this week, it is Harmonize, Harmonize EP by Sumika. So... What did we think about this? It was, I mean, it was your typical Sumika. You know, you do know what to expect. I mean, I thought it was a good song. It was uh, very relaxing. However, it wasn't my favorite of the week. Yeah, I'll say it was a very interesting song. It had a very interesting composition to it, but it wasn't my favorite. I, I felt like it was a, a decent song. I didn't think it was bad or terrible or anything like that. It's like, it's, it's good. It's solid. And Luna's right. It is very much in Sumika's wheelhouse, but it, it's not too bad. I could see why it hit where it did. And yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I already knew what I was getting with Sumika. It's sad to say this way. They haven't changed up their style. And that's what I'm very afraid of. What? official Hige is going to be doing is they already know what style works and they're going to just nail that and Sumika does have that where they they have a style and they stick with it because they know it works granted they're not doing anything to reinvent the wheel from that style which is really sad but I wish that with the CP they could have done a little bit more to reinvent that but we'll see We'll see. I'll wait for the next song. I championed Sumiko for a while. I really did did like seeing them live. And that was a unforgettable experience that I'll I'll keep to my heart. Well, to but. be fair, their style does seem to lend itself more to like a live audience feel than, than necessarily a studio. So like yeah, to me, I think yeah. they would be an amazing band live to see. Yeah, listening to Fanfare Live was um sing <laughs> but regardless this week Har- harmonize sold a lovely twenty five thousand nine hundred and sixty points going on up it is number five as one by overworld i did not know how to feel about this song to be perfectly honest let me hear your guys' thoughts about it first before i kind of give judgment the- I was the same, actually, to be honest. I still am kind of 
I had to listen to it more than once just because I wasn't sure my opinion on it. Because I really, I love Uberworld. And they change up their styles quite frequently, which I like because they give you something different. But this one I was kind of teetering on as I still don't know what to quite think of it and put it in my... I really like it. I'll get it. Or uh, I don't know if I'd ever listen to this again. I keep going back and forth. I'm just not. I keep, something about it just didn't sell me. But uh, for me, I'm about where I am where I was with Harmonize. Like it, it's a little better than Harmonize, but I I was not instantly in love with the song. I really feel like I need to go back and listen to it to get better bearings on it because it's a it is different, and, and that's the one good thing that Overworld does do is they, they are unique, they are different, they do stand out from the crowd. But it, it I, like, it's really hard to talk about because it's, it is just a different song and it, and it was weird. But it, it, it wasn't an unpleasant listening experience. I think it done a decent job in being like entertaining and stuff. But I do want to go back and listen to it because, like, it might be. I get the feeling like it's one of those songs. Like, the more you hear it, the more it kind of grows on you. I think that's about where the song's going to be ultimately. So, like, as you listen to it, your your opinion of it will change. Yeah, and you know, this is what I was kind of getting from from Eden and the the song that they did for my hero is they changed their genre where they were a rock band with somewhat of a fusion feel of the digital with a now more of a digital band with more of the rock elements and i don't really know how to feel about that yet Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that and because i you know i love takuya infinite the the lead singer he has an amazing voice and his style didn't really change overall but the composition and everything else about the band did kind of change and you know i i I appreciate overworld really trying to this it'll just take me a couple times to get my my bearings like what you were saying earlier gray and my my sea legs so to speak to kind of stay afloat of what they're trying to do and i think to the point that i need to just sit down with an album and kind of just give it a listen and kind of just a attune myself to it i think once i kind of do that and i can kind of finally understand what they're trying to do as of right now because we've been only listening to them throughout singles it's kind of hard to due to the format of the show get our c words of what we like and what we don't like about certain things and the world is the biggest outlier of the the problem that we have of how we do it currently (laughs) and you know i see as one being a really good song but the digital aspect or the more electronica aspect of the song is kind of souring from the experience but it could just be me being the old man yelling at the yeah. cloud saying I, I i used to like world's older style yeah and uh i kind of see where you're coming from because for me like i like i knew them first from odd future the uh, my hero opening that they did so that was my introduction to the band. So I don't have that. Well, they used to be this, and now they're kind of this sort of thing. I, I know them as they're this sort of thing. And I, I haven't 
I've wanted to, but I haven't done it yet. Go back and listen to some of their older stuff. But I, I can see, I can totally see that criticism. Yeah, I mean, they are a Sony artist, so they're in a lot of the popular jump animes. They oh, do yeah, all the opening. They did the Bleach opening, uh, D-Techno Life. They did Colors of the Heart that was in Blood Plus. So I they know... Were, yeah, so a, a lot of the things that they done is related to Shonen stuff. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And I know exactly what you mean about how they were more rock and now they're more the digital with the rock. And I feel the same way because I liked more of their heavier music and the style they had back then. I felt that fit their vocals more and that fit them more. So for seeing them to this now, I'm glad they're switching things up and doing things different to keep it new and fresh and, you know, get more fans but keeping old. But at the same time, I just don't know what to think of this style yet. And I don't know if it's because I hear it, you know, with one or two songs and I don't listen to, like you said, the whole album. And maybe I should kind of go and listen to them from the beginning and see how they changed. But I'm still kind of iffy on their new, the new way they're leaning toward. You know, I think this is kind of the band that we should kind of do after maybe next year. We should start thinking about doing an artist spotlight for them because it would be very interesting to see firsthand how their style changed. And I think that would be something that we would really, really enjoy personally. I'd be down for that. As a band that definitely changed their image over time. But regardless, as one sold a lovely 35,658 points. And going on up, it is number four. I love by official Higidondism. I was probably helping that points out that I was that 15 points right there helping out. <laughs> Nothing more we can say about this song. Just It's been doing very, very well since it got released physically again. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 38,015 points. And going on up, it is Tempe New Days by Matsudi9. And my god, I, I did not know how to handle this because I know for a fact that you would really have liked this, Gray. Oh, th- this is my song of the week. I loved it so much. It's just, it's just it, it checks all the boxes. It's just a fun, upbeat, pleasant song to listen to. It's very entertaining and I, I just like I was like this this song was amazing. I already have it saved to my Apple music library. I will be listening to this song on repeat for the rest of the week. Like this song was like this song was the song for me this week. I absolutely loved it. And uh, I mean I know we've talked about these guys in the past and I typically like their music, but I've never I think this is the first song I've ever that they've ever released that I've actually gone back and actually downloaded and, and I'm gonna listen to throughout the week. So I need to go back and grab their older music. But th- this was a wonderful surprise. Like this was this is made this actually made my day. <laughs> like like it was just it was a really good song and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I think I just wasn't expecting on how freaking upbeat it was compared to the last song that we were listening to <laughs> yeah yeah there, there is a big contrast there and i can totally see that because like one song is not upbeat at all and then this song's like 
hyper energy upbeat, which I love. So I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was fun and I didn't actually realize it was Mount City 9 for a second. I don't know why. I was walking around Costco with it, so I was listening to the song, not the watching the video. And I was pleasantly surprised, but I've also been into an idol boy band kick with Adashi and Heisei Jump. Especially Heisei Jump. So I actually enjoyed this one a little bit more than I thought I would. I thought it was a fun, upbeat song that put me in a good mood when I was having a bad day. So... I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it, too. I mean, if you want something fun and upbeat and happy and you like the Boy Idol group, I'd recommend it. Regardless, Temp Ben New Day sold a lovely 61,619 points. And going on up, it is birthday slash Kimito Omoine monologue by Mr. Children. And by God. So this song... Almost made me cry. <laughs> yeah, it hits you right in the feels, man. Does. I was like, <laughs> the, the composition is fan freaking tastic. And you know, we don't listen to much Mr. Children because the it's it's like an event when they release something, and they are a master of their craft of hitting that emotion. And listening to Birthday and these these two songs was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Also, it makes you want to go out and watch the new Doraemon movie. Oh, it does. I mean, this song was my favorite song of the week. It is absolutely gorgeous. And like you said, Mr. Children is a treat. And it is always a pleasant treat because, by golly, I just... I got very excited to see them on the list. And the song does make you tear up. It's very emotional and... I love it. I love it so much. I cannot recommend this enough. I I will say I was really, really disappointed. It's not on Apple Music yet. and so Because I was like, well, I'm going to go download this because this song's really great. It's really good, really beautiful, just really heartwarming. Like I, I started tearing up listening to it. And so I was, I was wanting to download it. And no dice, no dice. So yeah, I was, it's I was phys- getting mad. Physical only. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, that explains it. So, but if you if you get the chance to to listen to the song, definitely check it out. It is oh my god, so beautiful. Close second, like this is a close second for me. Like oh my god, so good. Regardless, this birthday and Kimito Moidane monologue. So they lovely sixty seven thousand seven hundred seventy seven points. And going on up, it is Proto Star by. Joe one or J zero one. I'm not too sure how you would pronounce it. That's why because it is. This is the winner of the Produce One Hundred One Japan, and this is their major debut song. And you know, I didn't know how. I was like this boy groups. I'm gonna have a a very difficult time going. Because I'm going to be very harsh on them because of what of me being a giant purist. That that's going to mostly come down to it. And this track was two eleven. 
<laughs> just everything, everything about this song was to the max and to the eleven. And I don't know if that's a good thing yet or a bad thing yet. Now, if they can continue this on, it is a strong showing nonetheless. But I'm not gonna judge the group right now because this is their major debut. So I kind of liked it. I didn't. It wasn't my favorite of the week, but I understand. You know, you being a Chinese purist, so I completely understand how this kind of goes against some of the the Johnny stuff. And it definitely has that Korean flavor to it. But I did like how they make some of it up. It was a fun dance song, and I was surprised in a way. They remind me a tiny bit like BTS. However, I think it was interesting hearing their vocal skills, and they had some good dance skills as well, and they weren't auto-tuned, which is what I also liked. So I am looking forward to seeing what else they'll do because I'm not going to judge them on a debut song just yet. I want to give them more of a chance. I mean, I think it's actually decent for a debut song. I It caught my eye and ear. I wouldn't say I'm going to go listen to it all the time, but I did enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to see what else they'll do. And I like them better than iZone or Eyes One or whatever. Yeah, I think I it's, they had is way one. catchier stuff. So, yeah, I, I I was miffy on the song. I I think it's a solid song. I do think they have very very strong vocals, and these guys work together real well as a unit, and you can kind of feel that, which is great. You want that in a in a boy group, but for for me, like the song, it's not quite catchy. Like, it's a dance number, but I couldn't see me dancing to it. And so it just felt like there was this weird disconnect with the song. Because because it's just like, oh, I don't want to get up and dance because this song's not really catchy. So I know. So, like, and, and to be fair, like, that that's more of, of a production issue, not necessarily an issue with the boys or their talent. Because, like I said... They are really capable vocalists, and it comes through very clear in the song. Like, they are good, but the, the song just has weird flow to it. It, it doesn't, it's not quite catchy, and it, it's just, it's just a little, I don't want to say all over the place, but it's, it's just not quite together. And so, for me, it'll be, I'm interested to see what they do next. I wonder if they're going to lean a little bit more into that Korean flavor or if they're going to like pull it back a little bit and maybe do a little bit more of like a Japanese thing. Cause this is kind of down the middle. Yeah. So let's just say this much. They are doing a much more better vibe of blending the two concepts than iZone. By a mile. By two sunsets in a, a mile. Oh, yeah. yeah. I completely By agree. a mile. Because this is. They, this is Produce 101, which is the Korean, like, the Japan version of the Korean show. And, of course, it's going to appeal to that similar style of, well, we're going to do fairly K-pop-y style things. Don't get at me, ARMY, but I'm just, from <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm seeing as of right now, from looking at this and iZone, for that matter, the Japanese stuff anyway. 
they are doing a much better correlation of what the mixture of that style is going to be. And I don't mind that at all. I don't either. So I'm looking forward to see what their next track will be and how it'll change. Yeah, well, we'll see. Like I said, I, I will give this group at least three singles. I always do that for an artist. I give them three singles before I write them off. But regardless, Protostar sold amazing. <laughs> that it did. So, that it did. It sold 344,083 points. And with that, let's continue on to the album side here. Nothing too out of the ordinary here. We got Traveler and Ceremony both on there. Speaking of BTS, Map of the Soul by BTS is also on there. And Yuzu with Yuzu Town. Congratulations to them. We're very happy for to always see some Yuzu. And number one, it is News with their album Story, which is good. I've been looking forward to this release for a while, so I'm happy to see them at number one. Me too. I'm very, very happy to see them up there. But yeah, with that, no, I want to say thank you. You guys can find us at all the usual things here. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ungakadu. You can follow the site at ungakadu.com. You can follow our two affiliates. Karyu Hunter, he is a Twitch streamer who just reached his second year of streaming, so congratulations to Lou there. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTap. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, which soon he is going to release his cover of a certain song of a game that he is playing. And I'm going to strangle him as soon as I hear that cover. Oh, is it toss a coin to your witcher? Yeah, I'm going to toss a coin to his bitch ass, but that's new <laughs> words, not mine. <laughs> but yeah, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow the podcast that i do with them called potasaurus where we talk about gaming and stuff and where i stay quiet at 20 minutes at a time you can follow that at crayu hunter on youtube and you can download the the episode directly off of there but yeah i want to say thank you very much you guys can go to our youtube and tell us how we did if you think i'm wrong army and know you're listening, because apparently you just listen at random intervals about our podcast, telling me how I did wrong. <laughs> but tell us how we did. You can go on to our emails also at ongakadu at gmail.com. You can follow me at Twitter at otbykin1. You can follow Renford at D. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at ongakugray, where I tweet about what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, just things like that. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me at Twitter. Hold on, I gotta think about these. I get too many social medias. Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Letterboxed at Luna Maria eighty seven. 
you can follow me on Instagram at Nerdy Collector Luna. And please follow me. I need more friends on some of those sites. But yeah, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Angaka Do You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna telling everyone I hope you have a fantastic week and we will see you next time. Ja matane. And this is great. Hope everyone has a good week. Stay safe out there and we'll see you guys next time.